0: Pfefferhan, This is the three-year anniversary of Finances And, so thank you for all of your support. Finances And, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. Together, we'll create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits, then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. Our coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. This is a reminder that I'm publishing a book. This will allow you to create your own spending plan, find your net worth, track your monthly expenses, identify any variable income, prepare for your tax planning at year-end, and so much more. It will be available in March, so please keep an ear out. I can't wait to provide you a place so you can keep track of so much of what we cover here on Finances And. I want to thank Jennifer for the idea and U.S. Wealth Management for the information. The SECURE Act 2.0, an update of the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act of 2019, has made changes regarding the required minimum distributions, retirement savings, and eliminating age limits for IRA contributions. This means that almost every single person who has a retirement account, like an IRA, a 401k, a 403b, or a pension fund, should be aware of these updates, because very few people will not be affected by this act. In an attempt by Congress to make even more out of our retirement money and make it available for longer, they are delaying the required minimum distributions from your retirement savings accounts. These RMDs refer to the minimum amount that you have to withdraw from your retirement account, making sure that you are taking money out so that they can collect taxes on it. They have stated that you may hold your money for longer without having to start taking it out until later, allowing your funds to grow for another year. But since these accounts were funded without taking taxes out, the government does eventually want to be paid in taxes. That's why you must take out this minimum amount each year so that the funds can be taxed as you take them out. But for you, it allows the funds that you've put away to grow undisturbed for an additional year. These tax-deferred accounts can mean that you'll owe a lot at retirement in taxes as you pull the money out. That's why you should be diversified in post-tax accounts, like Roths, as well as traditional IRAs. Then you can withdraw money that's not being taxed along with what will be taxed. Talk to a certified financial planner for your specific needs. The big news is that the age that you must take your required money distributions from your individual retirement agreement, or IRA, has gone up. This means that you can continue to wait making your withdrawals as long as you don't need to take it out sooner. This way, the amount will continue to grow with interest, and you won't owe taxes on until you take the money out. On January 1st of 2023, the age was raised from 72 to 73, and in January of 2033, it rises to 75 years old before you have to take these minimum distributions. Another big change is the penalties for not taking your RMD will go down in half to 25%. An example is, if you should have taken out $1,400 and did not, the penalty would have been $700. Now it will go down to $350. They're really incentivizing you to make sure that you take out the money when you're supposed to. All of this means that you'll be taking out more money later, so you want to make sure that you have a Roth as well as traditional IRA to mitigate or lessen the tax burden. Another change is the catch-up amounts for IRAs 401ks, and 403bs, and that amount has gone from 6500 to 7500 if you're older than 50 starting in 2023. And in 2025, if you're between 60 and 63, you can add up to an additional $10,000 above the standard limit. Additionally, all catch-up contributions must be after-tax dollars unless you earn less than $145,000. It's been implemented to allow older Americans to put more money away as we continue to live longer and longer. In 2024, the $1,000 limit will go up by $100 for inflation adjustments, so it will continue to grow as inflation continues to grow. Secure now requires employers to enroll all employees in their 401k plan unless there are fewer than 10 employees and the company has been in business less than three years. The amount put into the 401k can be anywhere from 3 to 10 percent of the employee's income and all plans can be opted out of, but the employee must go online and do that. They cannot just be asked to not be put into the plan. Part-time workers now also qualify to participate after 500 hours for three consecutive years, but in 2025, they'll qualify after 500 hours and two consecutive years. A nice update is that employers can make contributions to plans set up at their workplace for employees that are making student loan payments. For employees that cannot currently contribute to their own retirement due to outstanding loans, Their employers do not need to match what they save, but instead can match what the employee is paying in student loan debt in one year. This does not cost the employer any additional amount and allows the employee to save as well as repay their debt. For those of you who have set up 529 Education Savings Plans or are considering doing so, beginning in 2024, you can roll over up to $35,000 of unused funds into a Roth IRA. That way you don't have to worry about overfunding your account if your child does not need the 529, for example, if they get a scholarship or choose not to attend school. The caveat here though includes that the 529 must have been in place for 15 years and the money is moved into a Roth in the name of the 529 account holder. Any recent contributions, five years or less, cannot be rolled into the Roth. The $35,000 is a lifetime limit cap with only annual IRA contribution limits in place, which are currently at $6,500 a year. In 2023, employers may create Roth accounts allowing after-tax contributions for SIMPLE and SEP retirement accounts, which previously were only allowed in pre-tax accounts. In 2024, the RMDs, or required minimum distributions, are eliminated for workplace Roth plans. This way, the Roth 401ks have the same treatment for tax purposes as the Roth IRAs. The federal government also has a current saver program for those who have met a lower income threshold and cannot claim a tax credit for contributions made to their workplace IRA or savings plan. However, in 2027, this will be replaced with a saver's match plan where 50% of the first $2,000 will be matched with federal matching funds placed into the traditional retirement account of the low-income saver. That's a match of up to $1,000 for those who don't earn very much. Another great benefit of the SECURE Act is that the 10% penalty on any distribution taken prior to the age of 59 and a half years old has some caveats to allow for penalty-free withdrawals. These include those who have a physician certification that the withdrawer has a terminal illness and less than 84 months or 7 years to live. The funds will need to be repaid within 3 years to avoid the 10% penalty, though. Another begins effective January 2024. Those who are victims of domestic abuse may withdraw up to $10,000 or 50% of their vested balance of the account, whichever is lower. The money must be removed within one year of the abuse and repaid within three years as well. In 2026, withdrawals may be made for certain long-term care contract premiums up to $2,500 a year. In 2024, withdrawals may be made for unforeseeable or immediate costs related to a family or personal emergency. Up to $1,000 a year may be withdrawn. Those with these types of accounts may withdraw up to $22,000 if you're in a federally declared disaster area. You may also claim this income over a three-year spread versus all in one year, reducing your taxable income. Charities can also benefit from the new distribution rules. You may distribute your funds to a qualified charitable vehicle, including charitable remainder unit trusts, called CRUTs, charitable remainder annuity trusts, called CRATs, or a charitable gift annuity, CGA. All of these need to be set up by a professional, but they will allow you to direct up to $50,000 to this one-time donation option. This will lower your taxable income and help you support a charitable organization of your choosing. Currently, though, you may donate up to $100,000 to a 501 charitable organization. And in 2024, that amount will rise based on the inflation rate as well. For those who work between 500 and 999 hours for those three consecutive years, you must be allowed to participate in your company's retirement plan. That amount goes down to two years in 2025. Employers are now allowed to offer small incentives like gift cards to entice employees into participation in their retirement plan. These gifts may not be paid with plan funds, and the IRS generally considers any amount under $100 to meet this requirement. The SECURE Act has lots of new information in it, which will be very helpful for those beginning retirement, being able to save their money and not pay taxes on it quite as soon. This is Kathy Pfefferhan. Thanks for listening to Finances and the Secure Act 2.0. I know you chose to listen and I'm grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd love you to leave a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find me more easily. Also, you know that any questions you'd like answered or topics you'd like covered, you can leave me at my website, financesand.net, and get ready for the book, Finances and Your Spending Plan, to come out. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember... I went to school so you don't have to.